0: Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm thrilled to be able to share the word with you, and I've got a great message I believe you're going to enjoy. I'm going to take you into our Heritage of Faith Christian Center, uh, an outreach of Jerry Savelle Ministries, right here in Crowley, Texas. And I was preaching on the subject of reigning in life. I want to read to you Romans chapter 5, verse 17. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, reign in life as kings. You and I should be reigning in life. Life shouldn't be reigning over us. We have dominion. We have authority. We have a right to live blessed. We have a right to live healed. We have a right to have the favor of God on our lives. In fact, we have a right to win in every battle, every adversity that we encounter. So I want to encourage you, listen very closely. I'm going to take you into that service where I was preaching this. And in fact, we're going to be talking about this for the next several weeks. And I believe, praise God, if you pay very close attention, take notes if possible, you are going to hear something that will change your life forever. Reigning in life, It's exciting, so get ready now. Let's go into that service where we're talking about, once again, reigning in life. I said I'd run through this quickly, but I want it to sink in. We're talking about reigning in life. You know, Carolyn and I have been talking about it recently. We don't talk enough about sin in the church anymore. We're afraid we might offend somebody. We don't want to lose our crowd. Some of the mega churches today never mention the word sin, they don't want to offend anybody. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. It displeases your heavenly father. Yes. There's teaching going on today that anything goes. Anything goes. Oh, we're under grace. No, grace doesn't mean anything goes. Grace means you got in. That's right. If it hadn't been for the grace of God. You would have never got in. That's right. Grace means you're in now. Live for Him. Yeah. That's right. Don't use your liberty for an occasion to serve the flesh. Right. That's right. Come on. Amen. Amen. See, some of you get getting nervous right now. Come <laughs> on. Oh, I never heard Brother Jerry preach like this before. Oh, I've preached it many times, and uh, I've I've even been told, uh, you know, when I talk about holiness, not talk about godliness, and talk about living right. Uh, one preacher friend of mine said, right behind me, got up right behind me, and said, "Well, that was a great message, Brother Jerry, just taught on holiness, and and and, and we ain't none of us gonna do it." I thought, wow. folks, I can't think of a better time than right now to start letting people know that sin won't work. Yes, we are under grace, but that does not mean we can live any old way we want to live and God will just wink at it. No, the wages of sin is still death. Dying on the inside. Amen. We are to reign in life. And the first thing we are to reign over is sin. Are you still here? Sin. Amen. If you awake to righteousness, if you become more and more aware of your right standing with God, you're going to sin less and less. Amen. Amen. Brother, I'm telling you, when you get a genuine revelation of your right standing with God, how good is that? It doesn't get any better. Right standing with God, you get to run with the creator of the universe and he's not mad at you. He is holding nothing against you. He, he considers you a friend. Uh, uh, he's a father to you. How good is that? Amen. So we have dominion over sin. Say, I have dominion over sin. sin. Say, sin shall have no dominion over me. I reign over sin. Sin sin. does not reign over me. So once again, the Bible clearly states that we reign over sin. Can you say amen? Amen. amen? Let's dig in a little deeper. Sin actually represents the nature of Satan. He's the author of sin. Sickness and disease are byproducts of the nature of Satan. Poverty and lack is a byproduct of the nature of Satan. There was no sin in the garden when God created the garden and He created Adam and Eve, sin didn't exist not in the garden, not in the earth. It wasn't until they yielded to that serpent, representative of Satan, and then sin came. That's what we just read about in Romans chapter 5. Sin came into the earth, and with it came all the byproducts, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, want, fear, those are all byproducts, and if we are to reign over sin, then we also have authority over all of its byproducts. We reign over sickness. We reign over disease. We reign over poverty. We reign over lack. We reign over won't. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? So once again, think about it. There was no sickness, no poverty, no lack, no fear in the garden before sin came. Adam and Eve never experienced any of that until sin entered the world. That's also when the curse came. But thank God the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse, being made a curse for us. For it is written, every man that hangeth on the tree. Amen. And we have been redeemed from the curse. So we don't have to be controlled by sin, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, or want. Can you say amen? Amen. Say, I'm redeemed. redeemed. Say it again, "I'm I'm redeemed. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28 for a moment. What are we supposed to reign over?? Amen. We reign in life because of the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Now, the first 14 verses of Deuteronomy chapter 28 talk about the blessing. But then from there to the end of the chapter, talks about the curse. Verse 27, one of the curses is, "Thou can not." Be healed. Look at the latter part of that verse. Thou canst not be healed. Under the curse, you can't be healed. Look at verse 29. Thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. You can't prosper under the curse, you'll be oppressed under the curse. You will be spoiled. That means robbed from under the curse. Look at verse thirty-two: Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. Thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thine hand. In other words, your your children be taken into captivity of a spiritual outlaw named Satan. That's under the curse. Verse 33, thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. Oppressed, living under heaviness, under a dark cloud all the days of your life. Look at verse 28, I mean 38. Thou shalt carry much seed out in the field and shalt gather but little. That is a violation of spiritual law. God said in Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Paul says, if you sow little, you reap little. But if you sow much, you reap much. So sowing much and reaping little is a violation of that spiritual law. But under the curse, you're always sowing, but you're never reaping much. That's under the curse. Can you say amen? Verse 44 it says, "You'll lend; uh, they'll lend to thee. Thou shalt not lend to them. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. That's just the opposite of the blessing. You'll be the head, and not the tail. You'll be above, and not beneath." Verse 48: "You'll be in hunger, and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want—all uh, in want of all things. You'll have a yoke upon your neck until." you have been destroyed. So notice, under the curse, you're always in want. You never have your needs met. That's under the curse. And then verse 59 says that there will be sore sicknesses of long continuance, diseases and sicknesses that last a long time. That's under the curse. And then verse 60, also every sickness and every plague which is not even written in this book, is under the curse. Every sickness and every plague that is not even written in the book is under the curse. And thank God we've been redeemed from the curse. Can you say amen? Christ hath redeemed us from the curse. Amen. So if I reign over sin, then that also gives me the authority to reign over all those byproducts, yes. which they are want, oppression, sickness, all of those are byproducts of the nature of Satan. Can you say amen? amen. And we have a right to reign over them. Amen. We've been redeemed. Shout, I've been redeemed. been redeemed. Say it again, I've been redeemed. Been redeemed. Think at somebody and say, I have, I have been redeemed. Now, Psalm 107 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I find a lot of people are not talking it enough. A lot of people are not saying they're redeemed. It didn't say, let the redeemed of the Lord continue to be lorded over. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And the the implication there is that you keep on saying it and you keep on saying it over and over and over. I've been saying it for 48 years now. I am the redeemed, hallelujah. I'm redeemed from poverty. I'm redeemed from lack. I'm redeemed from want, hallelujah. I'm redeemed from oppression. I'm redeemed from my kids going to the devil, hallelujah. I'm redeemed. Amen. Amen. None of those things should be reigning over us. We should be reigning over them. Yes. Amen. amen. So say this I reign over sin. I reign over sickness. I reign over disease. I, 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 I reign over poverty. I, I reign I over lack. I reign I over want. I reign over want. Mm-hmm. Can you say amen to that? Praise God. Now, you're not only redeemed from the curse, but you're entitled to enjoy the blessing. Yeah. Galatians three twenty nine, If ye be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promised. You are blessed with Abraham's blessing. Let's go back and take a look quickly. The first part of Deuteronomy chapter 28. All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind, the flocks of your sheep. Blessed shall be your basket and your store. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that come up against thee to be smitten before thee. They'll come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways." The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in your storehouses, and all you set your hand unto. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself. Verse 10, And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. Verse 11, And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Everybody shout, plenty. plenty. The Lord shall make thou plenteous in goods, in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your cattle, the fruit of your ground, and the land which the Lord thy God has swear to thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open up the heaven, or his good treasure, the heaven to give thee rain in thy season, and to bless all the work of your hand. Hold your hands up. Turn them towards you. Say this, God promised promised to to bless all the work of my hands. Hallelujah. Everything you set your hands to do should be blessed. Glory to God. Amen. In verse 13, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God. So say it again I am the redeemed. I'm not, redeemed, I'm not only redeemed, I'm the blessed. I'm the blessed. Say, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. And, I'm and I'm blessed and I'm supposed to reign. I'm supposed to Give reign. the Lord another shout, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Isaiah 54, 17, the Amplified Bible says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. The latter part of that verse says in the Amplified, and triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. To triumph over all opposition. That would sound like to me the same thing as to reign in life. If opposition never triumphs over you, and you're triumphant over opposition, sounds like to me you're reigning in life. And God makes it very clear in that same verse, Isaiah 54, 17, and your righteousness is of me. What did Paul tell us? Through our right standing with God, we are entitled to reign in life. Now, wouldn't you agree that we have the right to reign over sin, to reign over sickness, to reign over disease, over poverty, over lack, over want in Jesus' name? Can you say amen? amen? And why are so many in the body of Christ allowing it to reign over them? apparently we're not exercising our royal authority. Too many times we just put up with things, hope to God it'll be better one day in sweet by and by. All this sounds like to me, if we're blessed in all these areas of our lives and we're to reign in life, through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Sounds like to me God's got flourishing on his mind. You knew I was going to come to that, didn't you? God's got flourishing for you on his mind. Amen. Psalm 92, 12, the righteous shall flourish. How many in here believe you are Righteous. Have you received the gift of righteousness? Then you qualify there. The righteous shall flourish. Reigning in life includes flourishing. Verse 14 says, They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat, which the Hebrew says, flourishing, prosperous, and flourishing. Even in old age. I don't intend. To get like most old people do. I'm still riding motorcycles. Hallelujah. And if it gets to the place where it's just a little difficult to stay on two wheels, I'll ride three. Hallelujah. I put on the back of it. He's still full of sap. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Dare to believe this. God wants us to flourish. That's what grace is all about. That's what righteousness is all about. The righteous shall flourish. Those who have right standing with God and know how to walk in it, they will flourish. Hallelujah amen. It'll be like days of heaven on earth. So dare to believe it. I didn't make this up, folks. I've given you scripture, chapter, and verse. This is what God wants. Listen to some of the scriptures I added to this. Psalm 35, 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God gets pleasure out of you and I prospering. He gets pleasure out of us flourishing, praise God. Can you say amen? Every time you prosper, heaven breaks out in joy. Every time you experience one of the benefits of flourishing, heaven breaks out in joy. Hallelujah. Amen. The message translation says, let them say over and over and over, hallelujah. hallelujah. In other words, keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. The more you say it, the more it'll get down on the inside of you. And the more it's on the inside of you, the more you'll believe it, yeah. praise God. And the more you believe it, the more you'll expect it, praise God. And the more you expect it, the more you'll experience it, glory yeah. to God. Can you say amen? Amen. But don't just walk out of here saying it one time because I ask you to say it. Let them say continually. Don't ever stop declaring that God wants you to prosper. Continually decree that God wants you to flourish. You're supposed to reign in life. The psalmist once wrote, and I've already quoted it earlier Psalm 37 25, I have been young now am I old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Why don't the righteous have to beg bread? Because they're supposed to reign. They're supposed to flourish. As long as you keep God first place in your life, then the Bible promises you that you shall not want any good thing. Psalm 3410, you shall not want any good thing. Psalm 68. 19, God will daily load you with benefits. Keep God first place in your life. You will not want any good thing. He will daily load you with benefits. Psalm 115 verse 14, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Hallelujah. Praise God. Proverbs 10, 22, with the blessing on your life, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Yeah. Another translation says a rich life. Proverbs fifteen six: In the house of the righteous is much treasure. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Carolyn got a hold of that verse years ago and began to confess it, believe for it, praise God. And our house is filled with treasures. Yeah. Praise God. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. And Proverbs 28, 20, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Yes. To abound in blessings, that's reigning in life. Yes. Shout it with me. I receive it. I receive it. In, the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. And give the Lord your best shout for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many people, even if they're Christians, are not living in the fullness of the blessing that God has intended from the start. God has called us to reign in life, and that means we should be living in the fullness of the blessing. In the revealing three CD series, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing, Jerry Savelle shares in-depth revelation about the blessing. Living in the fullness of the blessing is all about living a life without limitations. When the blessing of God is on your life, you are not limited to the natural anymore. You have something working for you that others don't have. The blessing of God is an empowerment that comes on your life when you get born again. It's time to learn how to live in it. Call now or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the powerful three CD series, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. God wants each and every one of his children to live in the fullness of the blessing that he has pronounced on their lives. It's up to you. Make the decision to reign in life and start living in the fullness of the blessing today. Thank you once again for joining me today. I trust you were inspired by the Word of God. And let me encourage you, don't be just a hearer only. Be a doer of the Word. Reign in life. Take your dominion and your authority over your adversary. Don't let him rob you of God's best. You have a right to rule in life and reign in life. Praise God. Today, I want to make mention of our special offer, three CDs entitled Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. You know, so many Christians today don't understand what it means to be blessed. They don't understand how to walk in the blessing. You know, it's not just a religious word that we use from time to time. It means more than just saying, bless you when somebody sneezes. It's an empowerment. It's an empowerment to prosper, to excel, to rise above what holds other people down. God wants you to live in the fullness of the blessing. You need to study Deuteronomy chapter 28 and particularly the first 14 verses. It talks about the blessing of Abraham. You're entitled to that, and in this series, you're gonna learn how to take those scriptures and apply them to your life and learn how to live in the fullness of the blessing. So all the ordering information is on your screen right now. Place your order today, don't delay, and we'll send them to you just as quickly as possible. And I know once you get them in your home, you're gonna enjoy Every CD. In fact, invite friends and family over, and uh, I believe, praise God, you can have yourself a great Bible study. So, once again, place your order today. Don't forget all of our social media. You can uh, log on to our website. We want to stay in contact with you, we want to be a blessing to you. We want to continue to share with you what we've learned in how to overcome, how to rule, and how to reign. So, once again, thank you for joining. I look forward to talking with you and sharing the word with you next week. So until then, remember, Jerry Savelle reminding you that your faith will overcome the world.